If you wanna learn how the other half lives, to a world of facts and fibs and fairy tales, with a fail, talk about her you nailed. Oh girl, just exhale. This is facts, fibs, and fairy tales. Welcome to Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales. I am your factual fairy, Matt Sweet, and joining me today as my co-host from here on in is the incredible, the iconic, the legendary, the incredibly bisexual, <laughs> fibbing fairy, Kayla, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Honestly, I'm a little upset I'm not high on a Saturday. I was thinking the same thing before I decided to like record. Yeah. You know, this journey we're having. I was like, why don't I have like a little bit of an edible? Just a little like boop boop. But yeah. it's a dangerous it's a dangerous game. Yeah, especially if you're gonna record yourself. Yeah, like I could just be like, so uh-huh. <laughs> like it could just turn into something. Yeah. Especially with edibles, you like never really You can't be certain. No. Sometimes you're gonna be on a like cute, flat, lovely journey, and sometimes you're just gonna be up and down. Yeah. And yeah. I lost my vape, which is on that my is birthday. Tragic. That's so tragic. On my birthday, in, in my friend's house somewhere. That's just the saddest birthday story I've heard in a long time. Yeah, it was a good birthday otherwise. Okay. I really can't complain. It was like a lovely birthday, but the, the losing of the vape was not ideal, and I need to get another one. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, but that's not what we're here for. Welcome no. to the show, and thank you for agreeing to be my, my co-host. I really mm-hmm. appreciate it. Well, I basically strong-armed you into, be, into me being the co-host. You proposed yeah. it as, like, more of a joke, and I was like, oh, no, we're doing this. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because uh, I think the last episodes I put out were probably last September in 2020, and uh, it's just been, like, crazy hard to get the energy together to do it because yeah. those episodes I recorded all over, like, Zoom or whatever, and, like... When you spend your entire day on Zoom, the absolute last fucking thing you want to do yeah. is have more Zoom time. Be on Zoom. Uh, so I'm really glad you agreed to do this. And also that we're recording on my balcony. Because it's almost like we're, I mean, we are live and in person, but yes. we are almost a hockey stick apart. So I think we're as safe as we can be. Being safe, still having fun. Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're committing to live the COVID life in yeah. 2021. Let's I think I think Fauci would be proud. He would be like... <laughs> This is the podcast right. I can endorse. Yeah. They're doing it the right way. <laughs> you know? That's right. Um, okay, so let me ask you this. We're just going to have a... I feel like this is a job interview now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, like, crush job interviews, so give it to me. Let's go. Let's hire me. Okay, so we are, what, 14 months into <sighs> lockdown or what the fuck it is? Well, I'm like, what? Is, is time relevant? Does it exist Nothing anymore? Matters. Nothing well, matters. <laughs> this podcast is timeless. People are going to listen to this episode in 40 years and be like, nothing's changed. It'll be like a Beatles record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, yes, this was this, fundamental. This laid the groundwork. This is correct. Yeah. Um, okay, so one of the things that we were going to talk about today is this idea of like, dating in COVID times. And so for anybody who's listening who isn't in Toronto specifically, which is where we are, um, Toronto's basically been on a weird version of a lockdown for a year. Yeah. Um, And every time there's like a glimmer of hope where we're like not locked down, it lasts for about four to five days. Uh, and then it all changes again. And everyone freaks out. Yeah. And, like, it melts down. Our yeah. premier starts crying. Yeah, it's, it's a, a whole, whole thing. thing. It's a whole thing. So Even though he made the decisions, but yeah. that's a whole other episode. The reason it's been tragic <laughs> is specifically Doug Ford, who is a piece of shit, and I will say that repeatedly. Yeah. But this podcast isn't about him. No. Um, Thank yeah, God. Yeah, inside of that, 
you know, the single folks uh, like ourselves have been trying to, like, get out there, get our dicks wet, whatever. Yeah. Um, talk to me. How has COVID dating gone for you? I mean, it hasn't, I think, is <laughs> what most single people will tell you. And yeah. most single people who are, like, on dating apps just to chat. Um, and they're kind of like... <clears throat> I'm lonely. Like, they'll say it in their profiles now. Like, somebody had on their Hinge profile, it was like, what's, like, one of the hardest things you've done, ever done? I don't know. Like, you know how they have those questions on Hinge? Yeah. Someone answered it like, being single during COVID is very lonely. <laughs> and I was like, damn, lay it all out on the table. Yeah. yeah. Very real. But, like, that isn't the first time or first person who I, like, saw <laughs> say that. And I was like, right. fuck, okay, yeah, like... Did you swipe left or right with that person? I swiped right, and we actually ended up going on, like, a walking date. Oh, nice. um, Which was not great. Oh, Yeah. Well, actually, speaking of podcasts, he... I was, like... I think it came up, because I mentioned I was doing this podcast. Yeah, no big deal. Like, I'm a co-host. I'm a co-host on, like, a critically acclaimed podcast. (laughs) Critically acclaimed. Okay, you may be overselling, but I love it. A little bit. Yeah. Listen, I'm I'm visualizing. I'm I'm watching the future. We're the secreting. Yeah, I'm I'm the secreting. Okay. Uh, Anyway, so I was like, yeah, I'm going to be on this podcast, whatever. And he was like, oh, my buddy and I, like, this is my... That's my my repeat impression of a straight man. It's just like, oh, like cool, like my buddy and I are gonna start a po- or we started a podcast, and I was like, oh, cool, what's it about? Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's just us talking. And I was like, oh, so you're lame. Right. You think you are the main character? You think you were interesting enough to have a podcast about nothing? Which arguably, like, unless you're Rihanna, you don't. You're yeah. not interesting enough to have a podcast about just okay. yourself. Yeah. Like. And he was like, yeah, like, you know, Tom Green was one of the original podcast people. Like, I, I was like, is, why is why do you think this is interesting to me? <laughs> why is this? But, you know, I will say, because I have also confronted that uh, COVID reality of like, I'm going to start a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, because you had a podcast before COVID. Well, yeah. And that's kind of also why I stopped. <laughs> because it was like, yeah. oh, well, I, I'm not someone who, who particularly thinks I'm interesting enough to have a podcast. But, you know, I had this thing going, and it was, like, cool. Yeah. But now everyone has one, and I'm like, I don't want to be part of that group. Yeah, I don't want to be associated with people who just started a podcast (laughs) to start a podcast. Yeah. I was like, what do you... That is literally the same reason I started a podcast. Yeah, but at least, like, this has a direction. This has, like, a topic we're talking about. Right. As as you said in the episode, I was... I was a guest on banging and slanging. Banging and slanging. Slanging is like dating and uh, relationships. Can I just point out? I think one of the funnest things about having you as a co-host is you actually remember things. Yeah. And I no. couldn't tell you a single thing about any previous episode whatsoever. Yeah, you acknowledged this uh, when I was a guest. You were like, "I have a goldfish brain," and I was like, "Cool." Yeah, I'm a really good. Pilot. I have an elephant brain. Right. <laughs> so it's a good combination, I think. Okay, so you went on this date uh, mm-hmm. with this uh, aspiring podcaster. Yes. Sure. How did it all end? Um, I already went into it being like, I have, have like a meeting after this. Like I have a meeting at this particular time to have an out. Right. Because I've been on, that would be like my third COVID date. The other two I went on, one was in a park and the other one was like on a patio when they were open last mm. summer. Um, and the park one did not go well either. The patio one went better. But it's just a weird thing to, like, meet somebody 
and then like not be able to get that close to them and like it seems that like uh, one of the main things like humanity is talking about when you see someone you're like how about this covid thing like and you're just kind of sick of talking about it at the yeah. same time so, but it's like, the only thing you have to talk about but it's the only thing you have to talk about yeah. so so i was just kind of like all right like i gotta like walk back to my place whatever and we like walked towards um sorry i have to interrupt you briefly um so one of the fun parts about recording on my balcony is that we get this fun soundtrack of the anti-vax protest that happens every Saturday on Young Street. Yeah. Anyway, we're doing great, though. It's it's rough. <laughs> Sorry, but are they anti-vax or anti-mask or both? I'm not really sure. I just ignore them altogether. <laughs> like, I just don't en- en- engage or acknowledge yeah. because that's what they want. <laughs> The horns. I thought it was a parade. I was like, oh, is it like a Cinco de Mayo parade? <laughs> no. I'm sorry to. to I was like, it, yeah, no. yeah, unfortunately. It's way fucking bleaker and stupider than that. But the. Back to the date. Right. Just to cap it all <laughs> off. Because you know it's COVID. He, he was the one who brought it up. He was like, yeah, the last couple of months have been like really crazy. Like, what have your last couple of months been like? And I was like, weird. I don't know. Like. <laughs> What do you want? Yeah. And then at the end of the date, he was like, all right, well, like, nice to see you. And I was like, yeah, for sure. Like, bye. And he tried to hug me. Complicated. Very. And I was like, I didn't, like, lean in for one. I didn't, like, it wasn't really that vibe to me. And, like, I kind of, like, pulled back and was like, oh, like, uh, COVID. (laughs) Like, and and then he kind of looked at me. Wait, were you masked? No. Okay. There was no mask. Right. Then, yeah, that's extra weird. Extra weird. I'm, like, we're already, like, not walking super close together. Yeah. But, like, and then, like, you come in for a hug. And I get that that's, like, like, I get at the beginning of COVID it was, like, kind of weird. Because you were used to hugging people and shaking hands and whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, we're 14 months or whatever and now. Yeah. And we're, like, we're counting hugs on fingers. Like, yeah. Like, you can't. Yeah, exactly. You just so, throw that into the mix. No. Unless you talk and also, it. I don't know you. <laughs> like, non-consensual consensual hugging. No, thank you. <laughs> Like, but like in the before times, would that have been like a non-event to you? Yeah, probably. Well, mm, see, I don't like strangers touching me either, so I kind of hate. <laughs> Dating that. you must be so fun. <laughs> uh, it's definitely like I'm a slow burn right. in the beginning because I'm like I don't, I'm not sure about you. No, about all this. Yeah, that's yeah. like another story. I have other stories about <laughs> people being like I wasn't sure if I should kiss you or not, and I'm like. You'll know if I didn't want you to kiss me. It's time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you'll know okay. when it's time. Um, but yeah, so I kind of pulled back, and he almost looked annoyed that I was like, oh, COVID. And he was like, yeah. And then he walked away. <laughs> uh, yikes. <laughs> and I was like, well, I was never going to see you again anyways. This was a not great end <laughs> to... Uh, this sad date. To the sad date. And it, yeah. was, it wasn't that bad. I was, like, kind of baked, so... <laughs> You know, I like took a little bit of an right. edible before I went. I was like, I'm gonna be prepared. Just ride this out. Yeah. Yeah. So, not great, but okay. not terrible. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not one of my worst dating stories, but um, yeah. I find dating right now, it's just way, way more intense than it. I guess, well, in one way, it kind of has to be, but it just like everything is so much more. Um, just like emotional yeah. right now. Yeah. I know for me, so <laughs> the last sort of like series of dates I sort of seriously went on was uh, back in like November, December, and it was this lovely guy who's a sweetheart. But it was just like 
navigating that, we saw each other a couple times. We even got naked. Oh hey. my god. Honey, she's counting. We're having masked sex. <laughs> the number of naked people she's seen. Oh god, it's been that's a bleak as fuck. No. We're not thinking about that though. No. But this date. So the thing is about like this series of dates. Like it was, you know, we were both very clear that like this was like you know friends with benefits kind of vibe and. But because you're just like you're navigating so much and you're going through these like weird motions of like you have to know where they've been, where their family's been. Who's in their circle? Who are, who's in their circle? Who's not in their circle that they're seeing anyway? And like yeah. all of this sort of intensity and information that you're processing, and it kind of leads you to this place where it's like, and this happened, you know, last summer as well, where I was seeing someone, and it just kind of was like, it just got so intense so quickly, and it was like, that's not what I want right now. Yeah, but, but it I don't almost, know any other way to do it. Yeah, because you have to. My friend was having this issue. She just started. She started seeing somebody. Like, at the end of last summer, park day kind of thing, and then they, like, recently have been BF, or BFGF. I know, very exciting. But um, there was this weird thing around being like, who else do you see on a regular mm. basis? And I'm not asking because I want to be your girlfriend right now, but I'm asking because I don't want to die. Yeah, right? <laughs> or be horribly sick. Yeah. <laughs> or get my friends horribly, or my roommates, like, the, the people in, like, your designated circle. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, like, just... It just has to be that way. And I wonder when that'll kind of stop. Yeah, now that, at least in this city, we're starting to get, like, the 50% vaccinated place. Like, yeah. It has been weird, I've noticed, on, like, Grinder and Scruff or whatever. <sighs> like, the trash <laughs> I'm bins. I'm excited to know the... <laughs> what is going on in Grindr. There's a couple people get vaccinated. Like, <laughs> vaccinated, honey. Well, that's the thing. So, in the, you know, uh, back when we were all trash instead of just mostly trash... Um, and people will be like, uh, you know, I'm negative or positive and referring to their, their HIV status. Sure. And it's like, you know, people would use terminology like, I'm clean. <laughs> Gross. Anyway, um, it's kind of this weird, like, uh, remix of that. And then it's like, I'm fully vaccinated. Oh. Or I'm 50% vaccinated. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Okay. You're just like, none of that really makes me want to see you more. <laughs> yeah, that's something I think you should find out, like, in a conversation. Yeah, like, we could talk about that. Or, or like, I, I mean, I do think it's one of those things that's good to acknowledge mm. and be upfront about. Um, but I also don't like that it's, like, it does bleed into this sort of, like, I'm clean or I'm unclean thing, yeah. which yeah. is disgusting, and yeah. I hate that rhetoric. Um, so I think... Look at her rhetoric on this podcast. I know. Are you trying to class up the joint? I mean, slightly. This is fucking trash. Get I know, I know. <laughs> Matt very clearly to me was like, as soon as this becomes anything like work, I'm done. And I was like, but I love work. <laughs> it's going great so far. Okay. Okay, let's get serious. When is the last time you had, like, actual sexual contact? Um, that would have been, it was actually in December, okay. which is not that long ago, with a, with a close friend who All was, right. like, in my, in my circle, who I had previously had sex with. I'm jealous. Yeah. So, like, it was good, but, like, it's one of those things where it was, like, I feel like it was an itch we both had to scratch. Right. Because he hadn't had sex in a while either, and we were kind of like, okay. Let's hit it. Cool, let's do it. Yeah. Um. Are you the kind of person who can, like, have sex with friends and it... Totally, fun. yeah. Fuck you. I know, I know. I I have this weird like genetic disposition. 
that I don't instantly fall in love with someone when I start having sex with them. God damn, I'm jealous. I mean, like, again, we are friends, and, like, we're pretty close friends, so it's, like, we have we have a very strange relationship where we'll, like, sleep in the same bed and not have sex, and it's, like, not weird. Um, not even, like, a polite fingering? No. Well, and sometimes we'll cuddle, and we just, like, won't have sex, and it's just, like, it's platonic cuddling. But, and then there's I mean, another... Open to, that's kind of all I want right now. Right? Like, the cuddling is nice. Like, I go in for a cuddle and he's down or, like, just, yeah. like, actual touch. Like, mm. I don't miss sex as much as I miss, like, another human being. That's the whole skin thing. Skin-to-skin contact. Yes. Like, it's what we're here for. <laughs> as Brene Brown would say, connection. That's what we're here for, babe. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, like, so in this last year, I've had sort of sexual contact with two human beings. And they were, like, months apart. And both times, it was... And I think this is part of what that, like, idea of, like, it becomes so much more intense and all that stuff is, like, having that physical, like, nude human person who's, like, touching you... Yeah. ...is, like... I, I describe it as, like, getting that charge to your phone when you're at 1%. Ooh, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. like, you are... And I've really been focused on this, is just, like, how much this last year has really depleted my, like, emotional battery. Totally. And there's something about those two experiences with those two uh, humans where it just, like, it didn't fully charge me. Yeah. But, it like, it got me to 50% for yeah. a little while. And mm-hmm. it was, like, I remember the, the very first one, this was, like, last August or something, it was kind of, like... You know, we kind of, like, did the dance. We went on a couple dates, and we hung out. And then it was like, maybe we should get naked. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and it was like, we were laying next to each other, just, like, touching, cuddling. Yeah. And both of us were just like, this feels ridiculous. This like, is amazing. And it's like, <laughs> in my brain, I'm like, this feels incredible. But it's like, it has nothing to do with this person it's Mm -hmm. just like it's the fact that i this body is touching me yeah i remember like in march of the like march april like when the pandemic really started to pop off as the kids say um, is that what the kids are saying? Well. Thanks for helping me stay relevant. I'm almost Gen Z. I'm like a, I'm a late millennial, so. <laughs> I'm an elder millennial. I know you are. <laughs> we know. We know. It shows. Yeah. Um, which is why, you know, I like having that wide range of uh, gen- generational uh, friends. Got some Gen Zs, too. I think this is the first time I've ever been described as a generational friend. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Anyways, um. <laughs> When the vaccine, when the vaccine, when the pandemic was popping off, I do, I remember being like, I cannot remember the last time I hugged someone and like, I, it could have made me cry that like, I was just, and I'm not even a hugger. Like I mentioned, I'm not a huge touchy person unless it's like, I have established a relationship with that person. Yeah. Not going to hug a stranger. But, like, I, it was rough. Like, it was really hard. And I think it's the the narrative and the way people have talked about COVID. Like, we have not placed nearly as much emphasis on mental health as I think we should. Mm, yes, ma'am. And I think we're really going to, like, face the repercu- repercussions of that. Like, people aren't having... And I get it. Like, when your physical health is in danger, like, we tend not to think about our mental health as... Yeah. as especially in the beginning. Especially in the beginning when you're, like, scared of getting sick. But, yeah, like, I, I really don't agree with the way, especially, like, the, again, we're in Toronto, we're in Ontario, like, there's not really, you could, like, fund programs and services to, like, have coping skills and mechanisms and, like, all these things 
that we just don't have yeah and that people aren't acknowledging like like i think my i don't watch any of doug ford's um <laughs> whatever you want to call them performances performances yeah. that he does in front of his mom's house whatever um <laughs> i roll. roll but apparently he has acknowledged our like the the government has acknowledged like the impact on mental health and i'm like cool you you acknowledge it what are we gonna do about What'd it what you do about it oh yeah Oh, girl, we're about to pay. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do anything, is the short answer. I'm not going to get into it because I don't, I'm having a cute day. Yeah. You're I, like, I'm in a good mood. I don't want to yeah, ruin it. Every single time I think about Doug Ford, it honestly just, like, it's this, like, wave of deep rage that just, like, yeah. washes over me. Yeah. Uh, and I don't I think you're alone in that. Yeah. I really just wanted to come out on my balcony repeatedly and just yell, Fuck Doug Ford! Yeah. <laughs> Like that. Yeah, you should do it more but often. But, like, regularly. Well, I, you got the anti-vaxxers, you know? Oh, you may as well be part get a it. horn and be like, fuck Doug Ford! <laughs> fuck him! I need everyone to know. That's the journey I'm on. Yeah. Anyway, that's not about COVID dating. <laughs> not about I mean, COVID. Did you see that? I tried to circle back. You did. Yeah, I'm, I'm keeping us on, on I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, Doug Ford is about our life and COVID. That's and true. sort of dating. Because yeah. if we had done a proper lockdown, we might... <laughs> We might we actually be touching naked bodies more frequently now. Yeah, I might be fucking someone on this balcony right now. You could of be. talking to you. I know, I'm Would sorry. a real different future for me. Yeah, an alternate <laughs> reality. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's like the worst COVID date you've been on? Oh, I have a good one for this. Men, men. Every time I go on a date with a man, I'm just like, why did I do this to myself? Why am wait, I... Wait, wait. Have you gone on dates with women in COVID? One. Okay. Which was the one that went well. <laughs> so I don't know why I'm still, yeah. like... Where we... I get that I'm attracted to men and I'll date them, but I'm just like, why am I still... Anyways. <laughs> why um, are we engaging with this? Yeah, why are we engaging with this? Like, <laughs> if they buy what I sell, they're going to come up to me. Like, let's focus our energy on dating women. <laughs> I just forget about it. Like, I feel like I did it to myself this way, you know? Right. You, you, what's that expression? Um, I feel complicit. <laughs> in my own misery. Right. Yeah. Like, it is... I didn't want to say, but it's definitely your fault. Yeah. It's a little bit my fault. I was the one who, like... I don't know if I initiated the conversation with this guy in particular, but I definitely engaged. Right. Um. So, this was last summer, maybe in, like, July. So, I was like... We, and we had been talking for, like, maybe a week. Okay. And, like, off and on, but, like, steady, like, good conversation, like, have things in common. Yeah. Talked about food a little bit, um, which I'm a big fan of. So, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some people aren't, and, it, like, that's a whole other episode, but... <laughs> fuck those people. Fuck those people, but food's great. Um, <laughs> so, I was like, let's go on, like, a cute little park date, and, okay. like, I am a big avid park goer in the summer in Toronto, pre-COVID, so I've got, like, I've got my blanket, I've got, like, I'll bring snacks. You've got, like, a pack. Bring a beer. Yeah, let's go. So then, so, we go. We're going to go to High Park. Beautiful, lovely, big park. And the first thing I put off by was like, I brought a blanket, but like, usually you bring your own blanket. How do you know? And he was like, oh, I was just going to sit on the grass. Live your life. Have that wet ass. The (laughs) ill-prepared. But fine. Red flag number So I'm like, okay, you can sit on my blanket. Like, (laughs) fine. But that corner over there. But that corner over there. (laughs) We're still in COVID. Right. And then uh, he was like, he was like, oh, I'll bring the drinks. And then I was like, cool, I'll bring the food. Uh, questionable. I wouldn't give someone that power. 
Yeah, well, he asked me what I liked. Okay, okay. So I was All like, right. and, I'm, and I'm pretty open. So I was like, oh, I like, like, like most wine. Like, a, let's do like a red wine, like whatever. Yeah. Okay. So he brought some red wine. He pulls out his bag. And then he, this, and then this motherfucker pulls out a bottle of tequila. <laughs> I'm in. That's I know. It. I love it. But like, at like 3 p.m. on a Saturday I'm with a stranger. You are, but like it's <laughs> and then and then and then Matt he pulls out these like little mini flasks and like fills oh. a flask and gives it to me. <laughs> and I was like, Are you like that feels respectful to me? See, I was like, that was too much for me. I was like, this is a wine situation. Why are you trying to get fucked up? Like, am I that hard to talk to? Uh, or alternative uh, suggestion. He was that nervous. <laughs> I was gonna say like that's just how he's coping with COVID. See, I think it was more that. Right. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> like, yeah, we can have some cute wine, but I'm going to get fucked. Yeah. So then, uh, generally, like, I felt like I really had to carry the conversation, which is normal, unfortunately, on dates with me and men. And men. <laughs> and, men. Um, <laughs> and then, and then, like, he, on Hinge, that's where I met him, he, there's a section where you can, like, check off if you're, like, spiritual or religious and, like, mm. cool, get down with your bad self. Yeah, live your best life. Live uh, your best life. But typically yeah. when someone says they're spiritual, I'm not, I'm not into it. Right. And it's because that, I, like, we're just not going to drive. Like, I can be your friend. I have lots of friends who are, like, I call it hashtag spiritual. <laughs> but, like, okay. we're not, like, I have, I'm the least spiritual person. Like, mm. I don't. I'm, like, agnostic if you were going to put a term on it. Okay. But, like, I just don't care. But you're not willing to go full atheist. No, because I'm, like, you could be wrong. <laughs> like, I'm too, I'm, like, too, like, okay. I'm in the, I'm, like, I, I sit on the fence. Right. I, like, don't go to a side. I'm just, like, listen, we don't know, and that's the point. Right, okay. And who cares yeah. is the other point. Like, let's talk about the here and the now and, like, right. you know, what we're experiencing. Anyways. This man launches into, like, some full-blown spiritual shit, and I'm like, you did not advertise yourself as this on the app, and I would have liked to have known. And he didn't mention anything about it in, like, the week we were dating, right. dating, talking. And he, like, there's a couple different spiritual things. So he, like, has this, like, crystal necklace, yeah. which I'm already, like, okay, they're pretty, but, like, come on, it's a rock. Like, let's... <laughs> Let's call it what it is. Apologies to all my witch listeners. Yeah, all your witch listeners. Like, I love witchy people. I think they're cool. I'll totally get, like, my tarot done and, like, tell me what my, like, my moon sign is. But, like, I... It's fu it's a fun thing for me. And that's what I said. I think we talked about astrology. Oh, that was the first time. We talked about astrology. And I was like, oh, I'm a Taurus. Like, I'm a little bit Taurus-y, whatever. Like, sure. I, I think it's fun. And he goes... He was like, I'm a Pisces, but I identify as a Libra. Get out. And I was like, I don't think you're allowed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think that's how Well, Ms. Kayla, identity is complicated, and I think if he claims <sighs> a Libra identity, he's more than welcome to do so. I mean, sure. <laughs> and I was kind of like, okay. I didn't disagree with him. Right. But he was like, I just have, like, a real, like, it was like a duality to myself, and I wanted to be like... So does everyone. <laughs> like, <laughs> but okay, sir. Yeah, yeah. And then he starts talking about um, how he had like a past life regression reading or something and okay. how in a past life he was a woman, which I don't agree with because I think I would have been more attracted to him. <laughs> um, so... Right. Uh, <laughs> 
That might have lined up. I was there. just like, yeah. I don't. I think you're wrong. Right. Um, and he was a he was a woman, and he was a healer. And he proved this by, he had a friend who was, like, in a coma at one point, which is tragic, and hurt his arm really bad, and he was just like, I held my friend's arm, who was in a coma, and the next day, the arm was better. And I was like... But the guy was still in a coma. I don't know. (laughs) Unclear. How do, how do we know it, that they were better? Yeah, were right? <laughs> His arm was better, apparently. Right. Um, so okay. it went on like this for quite some time. And at this point, I was doing some a lot of like personal development work and trying to be less judgmental <laughs> because that's my disposition. So I was just like, okay, okay. like trying to like take in the information in a non-judgmental yeah. way and struggling. Right. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, he also said some stuff like that, I think. He was probably dealing with some, like, mental health or, like, eating disorder issues. Like, the way... Because I brought food, and he was like, oh, like, I don't really, like, eat this time of day. And I was like, it's 4 p.m. <laughs> like, like maybe... I was like, oh, like, maybe you just ate and you're hungry, whatever. And he was sure. like, yeah, like... And then you went into this whole thing about how he was, like, was, like, a chubbier kid. And he, like, never wants to get back to that place. So he has, like, a really, like, strict workout routine. And he was, like, a very slender man. Right. And I was like oh that's really hard and I tried to like lend him my empathy um yeah and he again he just was clearly not in a place to like acknowledge it <laughs> and didn't see him see it as an issue and I was like that's your journey dude like I'm not right. gonna I'm not a I'm not gonna diagnose you with anything but like <laughs> you got some stuff to look into I think right. we might have talked about therapy at one point too because I'm a big advocate for seeing a therapist um and it doesn't work for everyone and I get that but when people dismiss it right away I'm always like there's something more there. Red flag number two. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, red flag number two would have been, like, the Libra. I identify as Libra. Right, that's probably true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where I was just like, this is not... You need to date somebody who's, yeah. like, much witchier. And I'm just not that. And it's hailing. It's hailing again. It's and hailing. I honestly think that's great, because anything that makes those fucking anti-vaxxy maxis... Ooh, yeah. Life miserable. It's I'm like Mother Nature it. is like, no. It's like, girl, it is May, but I'm giving you hail. Mother Nature. Said nonsense. no, mm-hmm. <laughs> not not today, not today, Satan. I wonder what sign Mother Nature identifies as. <laughs> a Gemini. <'Cause laughs> she's have, she's got big Gemini. She's energy. got big Gemini energy. <laughs> a real duality. Hail in May. Yeah. <laughs> On the anti-mask protest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's she's a little she's a little cheeky. That Mother Nature. <laughs> I think most Gemini's are as well. Incredible. But yeah, that was, and then uh, I didn't even know how to wrap up the date because he kept on like trying to talk to me, and I was like getting cold. He was like, "Do you want my shirt?" And it was like a tank top, and I was like, "No." What's that gonna do for you? Yeah, like excuse me, sir. I do want to see your tits, but like. Yeah, show me your show me your naked body. But anyways, <laughs> uh, I, I was like, I was like, I think I'm gonna go home, uh, and like I have to like get him off the blanket because he's on my blanket. That's the problem with a park date. I'm like, right. get the fuck off my blanket. This blanket is not for you, sir. Yeah, it's not yeah. for you anymore. Okay, when you step on this blanket and you said <laughs> things that you said, it's no longer your blanket. This is on you. This is on you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I went home and I was like, that was weird. And then he texted me mm-hmm. and I didn't respond. <laughs> And that was yeah. it. I did the soft ghost. I feel like... Ghosting has become, like, very prominent in this year. I know I'm super guilty of it. Yeah. But I've also had it done to me. And I also feel like after a first date, it's not ghosting if you don't talk to the person again. Okay, it's like you just... You knew. You, like, if, if you go on a second date, 
and then you stop talking to them out of nowhere. Okay. But now it's ghosting. Right. But I feel like the first date is, like, you're trying... Especially, like, with, like, Hinge or, like, any mm-hmm. online platform. And you, it's not, like, a good match. Yeah, you're trying to, like, figure it out. Okay. So, like... A af- soft ghost. A soft ghost. Like, I, I oh, just... that makes me feel way better about the last date I went on. Yeah, like, I just went, don't think... And then afterwards, we just didn't talk. Yeah, and sometimes <laughs> it's mutual. Like, sometimes yeah. you just don't text each other. Like, the walking date I just went on we just like have not talked to each other right it was mutual and like I don't see that as a problem okay yeah personally because I was feeling a little guilty um because on one hand I'm kind of like it's so common for me to be in a position where I'm the one that has to initiate things like Mm -hmm. I as I've said I'm sure on this podcast before like I'm often the person who does the chasing yes and I'm in a place in my life where I want to be chased. I want you to come find me because yeah. I'm tired, man. Yeah. My shoes are worn out. Like, I... Got blisters. I just need a minute. Like, let me put my feet up. You come to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I went on this date with this lovely guy who was very sweet. And we had a lot of chat in the week before the date. We went on a lovely date. I... He wanted to learn how to throw a frisbee and seemed to believe that <laughs> because I'm on the executive of the incredibly homosexual Ultimate Club, I know how to throw a frisbee. Well, which one is, would assume. Yeah, no, like I get, I get that journey. Yeah, <laughs> it is incorrect. Yeah. Um, but you know, I showed him what I knew or whatever, and it was like fine and lovely. But I can tell you exactly the moment where he was like, "Oh, we're not doing a date too." Okay. And it was when some children were walking past us in a park. And I, he saw me look at them. <laughs> With <and> disdain. <laughs> then I said something. I don't know who even knows what I said. But I know it was something like, ah, fuck this fucking shit. And <laughs> children like, are the worst. You could, fe- you could see him be like, you just said that in front of a child. Yeah. And end game right there. Yeah. And yeah. for me, I'm kind of like, you know what? Fuck it. Because yeah. like, one, fuck children. Two, children fuck children. Are, they're a disease. Fuck children in a big city. You know what they're going to hear every day of their life? Fuck. Language. Yeah. Are they going to hear that especially in COVID times? They sure the fuck are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I used to have a really strong opinion on this and it softened a little bit. Okay. Because I used to feel the exact same way where I was like, no. And they're going to hear the word fuck and if it's going to be for me, so be it. And then my friend was kind of like, and, and she, she just gently was just like, you know, innocence doesn't last very long. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you are a contributing factor to the loss of that, it's not, like, the worst thing ever. But, like, do you want to be that? Like, you kind of get to decide. And maybe you do want to be a part of that. And I don't I think... I am actively engaged in that. See, and I think that's uh, a... Com- it was a completely... I was just like, a new perspective on it. Right. I never thought about it that way. Um, so I'm not opposed to swearing in front of children. Like I would never scold. I would never be that man who would scold you. Mm. Um, but I try to not be as potty mouthed in front of children <laughs> anymore, or you know, just say like really terrible shit. Yeah, like for me, I guess my whole. I don't know how we got here, but here we are. Children. Fucking children. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. For me, it's sort of like. It, it's a word. You yeah. Know what I mean, at the end of the day, it's a word and it's a very common word. And if you treat it with this idea of like reverence or fear, that only makes it more desirable for someone to use it. Totally. Especially at that phase of their life, right? Yeah. And like, for me, that's part of it. And part of it is just like, I just refuse to be policed by anybody. You know what? The moment you tell me I'm not going to, I'm not supposed to do something. Fuck you, fuck that, I'm gonna do it anyway. So I'm very the easy next to episode the next episode is about cancel culture and Matt's feelings on that. 
<laughs> because if you don't like being told what to do, oh boy. Yeah. We've, that we've got a culture for episode. you. <laughs> <laughs> it will be the last episode. People will be like, wow, this guy is cringe. All right, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Um, so this was your first episode as a co-host. How did you feel? I feel good. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, we'll see We'll see how all the fans feel. <laughs> did um, I give you yeah. what you wanted? That's the big question. Yeah. After such a long hiatus. Yeah. I think the one before that was also about as long, so... I, I mean, think the fans are used to having, what, like a eight episodes a year now? Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like as long as I... My goal is to just uh, enrich the podcast, so as long as I'm not making it worse... <laughs> Uh, I feel like I'm doing my job. Right. And yeah. I assure you, given that this entire show is a shit show, <laughs> there's very little you could do to make it worse. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of what that would be. I guess, like, I could knock over the mics. <laughs> that would be... Nothing. Yeah, just, like, throw them off the balcony <laughs> at the anti-vaxxers, anti-maskers, whatever. Amazing. All right. Well, we've come to the end of the show, which means I've got a big question for you. Ooh. Here it is. Okay. How are you going to bring light, love, kindness, levity to your little corner of the world for the next seven days. What are you going to do? The next seven days. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And imagine like you knew what seven days felt like anymore. I was going to say, <laughs> what is that again? I think it's a called week. a week. A yeah. week. I think they call it a week. <laughs> um, I think for me, um, as I mentioned earlier, like last summer I was like on a big personal development journey and I continue to be on that, but like less yeah. intensively. Um, so I think trying to like bring balance to people who are feeling maybe on one particular end of things. So if they're like super upset okay. or feeling distraught, um, I like to offer like another perspective to my friends who maybe are like, fuck this guy and like, fuck this person. And I'm like, well, like, let's think about it. Like, maybe it's not about you, what oh. they did. And maybe as long as you don't use the phrase, I don't want to be devil's advocate. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> none of that. Because like somebody can be like awful and shitty. And like, I would never take away from that. But I like to, I like to like be like, well, this awful and shitty person probably isn't doing it because of you. They're doing it because they're an awful and shitty person. You're Mm -hmm. valid and feeling like hurt and feeling like they Mm -hmm. did something awful to you. But like, how do we restore balance to like now how you're feeling about it? Girl, I've been confronting that shit a lot lately. Because I think as everyone's emotional batteries are like in the tank, it's like everything feels like a personal attack. Yeah. It's like they're probably not even thinking about you. No, they, they're like, not at all. None of the things that you think are about you are even remotely about no, you. No, it's about, like, time. some shit that happened in their childhood, and they're taking it out on you. <laughs> like, literally. Well, I mean, I was going to go a little less dark and wet. <laughs> it's very possible that, like, the Starbucks barista this morning gave them side-eye. And sure. that is the thing, because we're all so fucking fragile right now that, yes. like, it takes one small thing to make us fucking goblins for yes. an entire week. Yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, how are you going to bring <laughs> light and levity into your corner of the universe for the next seven days? Wow. What a question. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. And one day I will prepare for this question, but like maybe that's part of the show now. Uh, I think for mm-hmm. me, it, it's I'm leaning into myself this week because uh, I, Wednesday, so this is Saturday on Wednesday of this week. 
uh, I had a full fucking meltdown. Mm-hmm. Like, I woke up, and it was like, I showed up to work. Uh, I got to 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. Actually, before that, it was at 10.30 a.m. Uh, I just started making feelings nachos. Ooh. And uh, I really went for it. They had all the fixings. Yeah. You know, we had that fresh garlic on there, honey. We did the whole thing. Love it. Um, by 11, I was eating my feelings nachos and watching Temptation Island season three. Uh, well, like, touching the mouse occasionally. I was going to say, did you take a sick day? <laughs> like, what happened? And I did that for about an hour. Yeah. Uh, and then I was like, why am I engaging in this exercise? Like, yes. Which is when I went to my boss and I was like, it's not happening today. <laughs> yeah. Not, I got to take a personal day. Because this cannot, I, I can't. And he was like, is there anything I can do? And he was very, very kind about it. And I was just like, no, I just, there's nothing specifically wrong. No. I just. Yeah. Woke up this morning and could not in any way. Yeah. Uh, so for the next seven days, uh, what I'm trying to do is just to lean into this awareness of where I'm at and do what I got to do. And yeah. whether that means like, I mean, if I'm honest, it probably means I'm going to half-ass it at work a bit because yeah. it's just time. Like when you spent the whole year just like grinding away and my job is weird and I've had to like evolve. <laughs> <laughs> A thousand times in the last year because yeah. I went from being an event producer, which they hired me for, to now I work in the HR department, which is like a whole other fucking classic, episode. classic Rona. Yeah, <laughs> classic Rona. She's wild. Uh, anyway, so it's just like it's been a lot of evolution and a lot of like trying to showcase value in some way, and it's just like it's it's awful and brutal and it sucks. Yeah. And so I think you know what? I'm just gonna take it easy, and if that means occasionally being like. I'm going to take this hour that I'm being paid at work mm-hmm, <laughs> to mm-hmm. just go watch some Temptation Island. With feelings nachos. I'm going to do it. That makes me want nachos now. It doesn't mean I'm not going to do my job. <laughs> it just means... Right. No, no, no. I'm going to do it in a different way. Well, and it means you're, like, taking care of yourself. You're putting yourself before your job. Yeah. Which I think we should all do to a degree. Especially um, now. Especially now. Yeah. And I think, too, like, it's cliche, but, like, taking care of yourself means you're kind of taking care of other people, in a way. Like, you're... Honey, let the children have it. Let the children have it. Amazing. I love that. I love right, that. Well, that was cute. Uh, end of your, your first episode as a host. Yeah. Do you want to shut down the show? I don't know if we have a special way to do that. Have we yeah. talked about it? <laughs> we did not prepare for this, because that's... Who that we, sounds like work, and I That sounds like work, and Matt won't be part of it. <laughs> um... But yeah, I, I appreciate everyone who's listening, and hopefully I've you I've, I've entertained you at the very least. <laughs> entertained. Entertained you. Amazing. Um, yeah. With that, let's just say bye. Yeah. Ready? One, two, three. Bye. bye. Oh, that was gay. <laughs> that was- <laughs>